Hi everyone, welcome to Welcome to the Gun Show. I am Cornet and I'm joined by Tarek and Garrett. This is our short segment show, the Q&A show, made up of questions submitted by our audience. This show is proudly sponsored by DVC Technologies, maker of, amongst other things, the Glock Cube Dry Fire Aid, the inertial squib hammer for clearing squibs on your guns, and the perfect lubricant for your firearms. Available at dvctech.co.za. Let's get into the Q&A. Can we talk shotguns, please? Different models for different applications, uh, what to look out for and what to avoid, what accessories are good and what are gimmicks? Um, start, magnetically, starts with the B, ends in a valve. That's, that's true for semi-auto guns. Now, what about... Because he says different applications. So, so what about pump guns? Made in Italy, starts with... <laughs> You know, you, you're going to struggle to beat the made in Italy starts with a B, ends with a vowel. Um, and what about over unders? Well, you, know, you know, it, it's almost as wide a question as um, talk to me about guns. Shot, shotguns are, you know, yeah, there's, there's a huge difference in shotguns. They've been used for everything from hunting, wing shooting, shooting clays, shooting four-legged things, shooting people, so, shooting three-gun uh, context, as always, is king. So I'm going to add a little bit of context, even though it isn't the question. The individual who is asking this question, I don't have his name in front of me now, but I, I, I saw it when he posted this, so I, I know who it is. He had some questions on the Defensive Forum about shotguns, and his main driver appears to be something that can be shot in competition, probably Ipsic that can do double duty as a home defense gun if needed. So I think that drives us towards uh, modified standard or, or manual pump guns that are, are useful in IPSEC, but can do double duty, which narrows it down quite a bit. Um, starting with the weasel words, make sure that whatever you do use the gun for is legal and that it is stored in a legally prescribed manner and all of that good stuff. Um, so we're going to discuss this more from a purely technical sort of point of view. Make sure that you, you, you've covered legally, and I'm not an attorney, and none of the rest of us are attorneys. Um, pump guns have a reputation for being the most reliable thing in the world. Uh, my experience in, in 2020, as opposed to my experience in 1990, is that a Benelli M2 or a Beretta 1301 is substantially more reliable than any pump gun I have ever dealt with in my life. Um, and not a little bit, substantially. Uh, Beretta 1301s and Benelli M2s, in my experience, are service pistol reliable. Um, I.e., I, I, I am surprised if I have a malfunction more than one every few thousand rounds, uh, assuming decent ammo. Uh, if you want to watch guys clear malfunctions at an IPSEC match, watch the open shooters with Turkish box guns and watch the guys with pumps. Um, the, as I understand it, and I don't have a, a huge amount of hands-on experience, a couple of the US manufacturers, um, QC of late has, has gotten a little bit iffy, uh, and, and that's something to be aware of. So Benelli Nova, um, I've seen, I've had one that gave a little bit of shit. It was relatively easy to fix. Um, they are, uh, the Nova and the Supernova, as a general rule, are, are, are pretty reliable shotguns. Um, one of the downsides for some people is that the stock can be a little bit long. Um, if you're normal size like me, uh, then it's fine. Um, if you're smaller than normal size, which most people are for some sad reason, 
Um, you f might find the stock's a little bit long, and it's a challenge to to mess around with. Um, the the Mossberg 500 and 590 generally work pretty well. Um, if you can find a, if you can find an older Remington 870 Police or Wingmaster, you're not with a hell of a good gun. Um, the uh, what's the other one I was thinking of? Weirdly enough, um, as a general rule, my experience with the Maverick 88 for its price is that it's a pretty solid little gun. Um, I wouldn't, I don't know what sort of round count it's going to go to. Not that that's going to be a huge thing for most people. But as a general rule, the little Mavericks seem to run pretty well. And, and people I respect, I respect to say similar things. But the, the biggest downfall to a pump action shotgun is the operating system. Uh, and that's you. It's, you know, people have got this perception that, well, there's, there's not less to go wrong. Machines... A well-built machine and a reasonably maintained machine will generally behave like a machine. Uh, when that machine requires a human input, we, we now have the weakness of human input. So pumps, we see guys short-stroking and weird things like that. Um, to be honest, I, if you're licensing a shotgun for self-defense in this country, it needs to be a pump. Um, other than that, if, if I wasn't stuck with those requirements, if I was somewhere where that wasn't an issue, I wouldn't own a pump-action shotgun. Um, to, to be brutally honest, I, I, I just don't think they, they bring to the table today what we see out of modern semis. And, and that's the thing to bear in mind with semis. Um, a few years ago, semi-automatic shotguns were quite famous for only working with a particular sort of type of load in a particular range, uh, which became a challenge. So, uh, the, but we're now in an area where you can take something like a 1301 and load 24 gram bird shot candy caned with three and a half inch magnums, uh, magnum bucks, uh, slugs, and the gun will run. Um, you know, the, 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 the 1301 is just, it's, it's the Glock of shotguns, really. So, or the Beretta 92 of shotguns, if you want to go that way. Um, so, yeah, I would, if, if from a purely mechanical point of view, an M2, an M4, or a 1301 would be my first choice. I'd, I'd be very careful about any other semi-auto. I'll be honest, I, I box guns, so, so shotguns that run box magazines, I have seen so many issues with them that, that I consider them um, sports gear. They work really well for IPSC Open, but it's not the sort of thing I would choose for a defensive purpose, even if that was an option. Uh, I'd, I'd get a good. I'd, I'd prefer to run a good quality semi-auto. I prefer, with our ammo availability here, to have something with multi-chokes. Um, you know, we, we don't have stuff like federal flight control and that available as an option. So I would prefer something like a, you know, that, that has the option of multi-chokes so that I can optimize my choke to my ammo. Um, yeah, over under side by sides of for shooting birds and players. Uh, if that's all I had in a fight, I'll make it work. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy one, um, you know, unless I was a Sicilian Godfather. Yep. So the other bit of this question was, uh, what accessories are good and what are gimmicks? So for shooting competition, IPSC specifically, when we're talking tube-fed guns, uh, you want a match saver, which is a single shell holder that goes close to your ejection port that allows you to get the gun back into action really quickly on semi-auto guns um, should you run the gun dry. Um, it saves you having to, to stroke the action. You basically pop the shell in, hit the, uh, the bolt release, and you can start loading your gun with whatever rig you're using. 
Uh, quad loaders are really what you want for competition use. Uh, they're less useful in self-defense type stuff. Um, when I say less useful, it's just the, the carriers themselves tend to be, a, I don't want to say the carriers are fragile, but they tend to hold onto things loosely so that we get nice slick speed reloads. You don't really want to belt it when you run into the cupboard trying to get away from people. You lose all your shotgun ammo because you fell over. Um, not all of them are that bad, but some of them are. Um, but you, for competition use, you want quad loaders. Uh, things like, um, uh, what are they called? Side saddle loaders. Good for, for self-defense type stuff, defensive type stuff. Uh, can be useful in competition, but I'd much rather have a, uh, a waist level belt to load from. Personally, I don't know how you feel about that, T. Yeah, yeah. On, on, a, on a purely defensive shotgun, I think a, a side saddle is a really useful thing. Um, even if it's a four-round side saddle, it, it doesn't. In fact, I wouldn't want any bigger than, than four or six. I, mean, I, I see some guys have done bigger ones, but then you start having issues with, with balance and size. Um, and the appeal of the side saddle is if you're using a defensive shotgun, chances are you're not going to be all kitted out like you are in a cool guy class there's a very good chance you're going to be naked in your bunny slippers. Uh, and if you've, if you've got a shotgun, you've grabbed a shotgun with a side saddle, well, you've got spare ammo in the gun. Um, so yeah, I like side saddles. Competition guns, if, if, it's, if, it's in a, if it's standard, standard manual or modified, you need to have it cut and, and you need to be able to be doing quad loaders, quad loads if you're, if you're going to be competitive. Uh, red dots can be really useful on shotguns. It's probably the one sort of, I almost said weapon system, then I'd have to slap myself. Uh, it's, it's probably the one sort of type of gun that they make the least difference on, but they are still useful. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of slings on defensive long guns, which I know is quite controversial with a lot of people. I know a lot of people are of the opinion that a, a, a sling for a long gun is like a holster for a pistol. Um, looking in the, in the context of a home defense gun as opposed to a patrol gun, if you're trying to fish it out the safe um, and your sling catches on something, it, you're not going on long patrol with it. I, I want it quite simple for that. I want as little to catch on it on the outside. So defensive, any sort of defensive gun, ideally you want to have a light on it. Uh, um, that's not going to match on a, on a competition gun. But a defensive gun, you want to, you, you want to have some sort of light on it. Um, if it's a if it's tube-fed shotgun, I'd prefer to have a little bit of a mag extension over the, the normal sort of four rounds that most of them hold. Uh, it doesn't necessarily need to be a 12-round tube, but I'd rather have a, a, a six or seven-round tube than a four-round tube. Um, on, on the Mossbergs, I'm told a metal safety is a really good addition. Um, plastic safeties apparently can break and, and lock the gun up. Uh, on the Remington 870s, the Vang or the Wilson big dome safeties make a big difference. Uh, as I say, I prefer something with multi-chokes um, because I can, I can choke it to, to my ammo. Um, if, I'm, if I'm being really pedantic, I prefer something with a ventilated drip as opposed to a bead on a barrel. Um, I find I can, I can run a ventilated drip with a bead with, with, with shot better than I can run a gun with, with ghost rings or, or with rifle sights. And with slugs, I can run it pretty much as close as well as I can as, as, as I can run with, with those. So I really like it. But that starts becoming a little bit more of a challenging gun to find. A lot of those have got slightly longer barrels. And once again, people don't want to be running around their house with a 28-inch gun. Um, so yeah, a uh, little bit more specifics would help. But that's, that's kind of my thoughts on, on that. Okay, final thing before we, we wrap this one up. 
Shotguns require training. And when I say they require training, I don't mean practice where you go to the range and you shoot them. Um, shooting shotguns well and shooting shotguns fast, there is some specific techniques that you need to be taught. You need to go to a competent trainer. And if you want to go learn shotgun, Tarek happens to be relatively half almost okay shooting shotguns. <laughs> is, is, is what his log standing say in this country for, for shooting shotguns. Apparently, he is, he's, he's not shit. Uh, well worth training with, but whoever you go with, shotguns require training. They're, they're, not, they're not really difficult to learn, but you need to be, there's things that need to be pointed out that are not obvious if you've never been shown. Um, and then loading shotguns efficiently, uh, even if you're not quad loading, requires a little bit of practice. So you'll need to go to the range, you'll need to or, or to dry fire, you'll need to get this stuff down. Um, yeah, keep your shotguns lubed. The only time I've had issues with my M2 was when it isn't lubed properly. Um, I have an M4 too that I've had issues with when it's dry. If it's if it's been lubed, they pretty much run no matter what you do. <coughs> do you know um, <laughs> the other thing to bear in mind with shotguns, sorry, just to uh, jump in there. P- gun people have this weird perception and it's, it's, you know, like non-gun people kind of bullets a bullet. For gun people, a lot of them can understand why with their rifle, they may want to use a particular type of ammo and, with their pistol for self-defense, they may want to use a particular type of ammo. And, they, and with shotguns, for some reason, people seem to think that when they need to buy ammo, they need to go into the gun shop and buy the cheapest buck, bird, or slope that they can find. Um, so if they're buying buckshot, and it, it's one of the saddest things to me, they go, oh, I need, a, I need buckshot for self-defense. What's the cheapest buckshot I can find? that's not going to be the best. Um, you know, that's one of the basic rules of life with almost anything. So bear that in mind. Um, you, you're going to get what you pay for and, you know, use the cheap stuff for blinking and, and, and banging around and you're more likely to have malfunctions with it. But uh, the, uh, especially for sort of serious use, if, if you're going hunting with it, if you're using it for defense or if it's a serious match, get decent ammo for the gun. Um, you know, I, I have my preferences, but I also have my biases. Uh, but you, you're going to be better, you know, you're going to get better performance with better quality ammo in a shotgun as much as any other type of gun. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the Q&A show. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Don't forget to visit dvctech.co.za and have a look at their amazing products. They are the proud sponsor of this show. We hope to see you soon. Remember, every Monday at 9 a.m. we are releasing a new show. See you then. Thank you.